We're so glad you decided to listen to our program today. Our intent is to inform you and to encourage you. This is Are You Listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. In a busy world with lots of distractions, we need to pay closer attention to God. Are you listening to God's Word today? Here's Jeff. Today, dear friends, let's talk about hope. Do you need hope in your life? Are you at a point where you think there is no hope? Friends, there is always hope. Please stay tuned for our study today. But before we get into our lesson, I want to pause and thank you for joining us for our broadcast. We are appreciative of our audience and those that tune in to us with the International Gospel Hour. Thank you for choosing to listen to us today, and we hope that wherever you may be, and whatever your situation might be, that we will share with you some things from the Word of God that will help you in your studies, your pursuit of truth, and to make changes in your life as you need to. We also extend a thank you to our J-Web. Throughout our broadcast, you'll hear Jay tell you about a couple of our free studies that we have available and how grateful we are to offer those studies and a little bit more about our website that you'll hear about near the end of our broadcast. But for now, dear friends, let's talk hope. In the Old Testament, we note in Jeremiah's labors as Israel and Judah engaged in sin and with no hope being present, Jeremiah presented a message of hope for those who were striving onward. In Jeremiah 17, verses 7 and 8, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river, and will not fear when heat comes, but its leaf will be green, and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. Now this is akin to the beginning of the Psalms in Psalm 1, verses 1 through 3. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall not prosper, or whatever he does shall prosper, I should say. Now, I want to go back to Jeremiah 17:17 17, 17 of, Blessed is the man who, watch now, trust in the Lord, and whose hope is the Lord. Yes, dear friends, there is always hope. But it's interesting to see that trust comes before hope. You see, sometimes we need to make some changes in our lives, and the hope is there for us to do so. But when we get involved more in true biblical hope, we find how it is hinged upon trust and obedience. Let's look at this word a little deeper, and we're going to defer to Vine's Expository Dictionary for our definition of hope. We want to look at this word and its meaning in the original language. In the New Testament, it is defined as a favorable and confident expectation. It has to do with the unseen and the future, Romans 8, 24 and 25. But let's elaborate a little bit more with this definition. Hope describes the happy anticipation of good, 
Now that is the most frequent significance of the word, that definition. The happy anticipation of good. Parallel there, Titus 1 verse 2 and 1 Peter 1 21. Also, it is the ground upon which hope is based. Acts 16 and verse 19. And Colossians 1 27 that says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. You see, the hope is based, it's grounded upon Christ. Christ in you. Here's a third elaboration with this definition. It is the object upon which the hope is fixed. Parallel there, 1 Timothy 1 and verse 1. So here we go. Such anticipation, again, is based on solid ground. The hope of Christ in us and the object, Christ himself, who, according to 1 Timothy 1 and verse 1, who is our hope. Now, kind listener, from the very outset, if you are at a point where you think there is no hope, Again, dear friends, there is always hope. But let's back up just a little bit. Are you obedient and are you trusting in Christ first? Is that where you need to begin? Hope is there for you to make that move. Today we want to call this lesson From Hope to Hope. And we're going to consider the writings of 1 Peter chapter 1. The words of Peter in verses 13 through 21 of 1 Peter 1 are exceptional. But first, dear listeners, let me pause and ask, do you find questions arising within your study of God's Word or within your daily walk? Or have you had some questions or concerns that have arisen? We have an excellent free study tool for you. Now, here's the beauty of it. We mail it to you absolutely free. We cover the postage. There is no cost to you. And you can have this material to study in the privacy of your own home, to place it beside the Bible, and to study together and to see the questions that will arise and the answers therein. Well, here's our J-Web with the details of how you can receive this free study, and then we will return for our study today titled, From Hope to Hope. Answering Questions to Christianity is another free study we offer from IGH. Are there questions you have about Christianity? Would you not love to have a biblical answer to those questions? Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Question Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, address, and just say, Question Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Question Study in the message box. We trust this study will help with answers to questions you may have. Let's go back to Jeff. Before we read and consider 1 Peter 1, verses 13-21, through 21, Peter affirms earlier in that chapter how no one has hope like a New Testament Christian. When we go back in 1 Peter 1, we find the Christians identified as, in verse 2, the elect, the sanctified, and the obedient ones through the blood of Jesus Christ. In verse 3, they are begotten to a living hope. Now you see, there's where the trust comes into the hope. Verse 4, 
There are those with an inheritance reserved in heaven. Verse 14, they are obedient children, as we will see. Verses 18 and 19, those redeemed by the precious blood of Christ. Verse 22, those who were purified through obeying the truth. Verse 23, those who were born again through the word of God. So to these Christians, here's what he said. We now begin with verse 13 of 1 Peter 1. Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lust as in your ignorance, but as he who is called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct, because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. And if you call on the Father, who without partiality judges according to each one's work, conduct yourselves throughout the time of your stay here in fear, knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. He indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you, who through him believe in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope are in God. Now, it is our plea that all of our lives be of such a behavior that our faith and hope might be in God. 1 Peter 1.21 Peter begins this section with hope in verse 13 and ends with hope in verse 21. The text in between strengthens the Christian's hope. So we're going to consider this context and key on some certain points and hone in on these to help us see the type of hope that God provides. Again, dear friends, obedience unto Christ will strengthen one's hope. Someone says, well, I hope to do better. Well, God has a plan for you to do better. And when we think there is no more hope, there is hope always. Let's look at this text together. First of all, we'll go back to verse 14. To where, as obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lust as in your ignorance. Childlike conversion will strengthen one's hope. It has to. For example, we see growth throughout this text just as a child will grow. Now, many things a child doesn't know because of ignorance, but a child learns them. One is to become as an obedient child. You know, Jesus taught that in Matthew 18, verse 3. He said, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby, are the words of 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 2. So obedience unto Christ is of necessity for hope to abound. We may long for hope, but are we obedient unto Christ first? There have been the occasions that I have spoken with people about things within their lives of which they are struggling. Things within their lives that they are having a difficult time. But when we begin to discuss about obedience, and we begin to talk about the church and things of what they could do, it's like that's not what they want. They want to see the hope or things get better without responding unto the Lord. And dear friends, that's simply not the case. 
We understand here that we can rest our hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. That is done as obedient children. We don't live according to the old ways. We live according to God. When a child learns something and they become obedient, it will be better off. My mother, with us growing up on a main thoroughfare highway, my mother would stay on to me about staying in the yard. Don't get near the road. Over and over again I heard it. But you know this day, dear friends, when I cross a street at my age, and I'm considerably older than I was then, (laughs) I will tell you, I will look both ways sometimes two or three times. My wife and I were on vacation in one of our cities in the United States, one of our northern cities, beautiful city, and we were going to cross the street, and I said, no, I'm going down here and cross at this crosswalk where the light is, because I would remember those things that my mother taught me. When the Father above teaches us as children what we should do, then we must abide therein and continue walking in that way. Here's a second one. Not only childlike conversion strengthens one's hope, but second, conduct of a better life strengthens one's hope. Now that's from verses 15 and 16, and we will hone in on verse 16, because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy, a text that comes from the book of Leviticus, the book of holiness in the Old Testament. When we think about a better life, how about Hebrews 11 verse 1? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So faith has that hope that when we believe in God, we have a hope that things will get better. Well, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. Later, Peter tells us in 1 Peter 3.15, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you, with meekness and fear. Well, dear friends, how are we to give that answer? We are to give that answer with our knowledge of faith through the Word of God, and we give that answer the reason of the hope that is in us. Man must know how to live a better life, and such is revealed through the only measure that reveals God clearly, and that is the Holy Word of God, the Bible. One does so by studying and obeying the Word of God. When a person looks at their faith, they believe in God. We again go to Romans ten seventeen. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. But within faith, we are to believe that Christ is the Christ, the Son of the living God, John eight twenty four and Mark 16, verse 16. It was the confession of faith that the eunuch made in Acts eight thirty seven. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. As we put all this together, dear friends, it is of interest that when we believe in God and we will confess Him, we're also commanded to repent of our sins. For Jesus taught that in Luke 13, verse 5. Peter commanded it in Acts 2, in verse 38. And then when one is repenting of their sins, one is baptized into Christ, just as they were on the day of Pentecost, for the remission of their sins. Verse 41 of Acts 2 said, Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about three thousand souls. How beautiful it is to see how one can obey the gospel. 
And then one begins to live a life according to faithfulness. Jesus told the church in Revelation 2 and verse 10 to be faithful unto death, and he would give them the crown of life. When we are faithful unto God, then we're going to walk as he would have us to go, for now we walk in a newness of life. Romans 6, verses 5 and 6. When one comes up out of the waters of baptism, just like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should be raised to walk in newness of life. And then we continue walking faithfully for our God, walking in the light as He is in the light, with that fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ His Son cleanses us from all sin, 1 John 1, 7. There's the promise to the Christian that strengthens one's hope. Now, dear friends, I want to pause here because I know I've talked about a number of things just from these few verses. And maybe we are prompting you to help you in your hope, to help you in your study of the Word of God. Now, as we offered earlier a very special free study called Answering Questions to Christianity, we have also another Bible course that we want to send you by mail. As a matter of fact, we can put them both in together for you. Or, actually, we'll have to send them separately because of our good friends of the Mount Leo Church of Christ that assist us in mailing out our Bible studies as they can grow in number, and we're grateful for their help. It is a free, non-denominational course that you can do in the privacy of your own home. You can get it free, and here's Jay Webb to tell you how you can receive that study, and then we'll come back and we'll wrap up our study on hope. Your friends at the International Gospel Hour are offering absolutely free a Bible study course by mail. You may study in the privacy of your own home at your own pace. Feel free to give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. We'll send it right away. Thank you for your interest in the things of God. And now, back to Jeff. As we have noted, dear friends, hope comes forth and is strengthened through conversion and conduct of one's life. Now, let's add in prayer, because verse 17 reminds us, And if you call on the Father who without partiality judges according to each one's work, conduct yourselves throughout the time of your stay here in fear. Call on the Father. Now, I love the promise to the Christian of prayer in Romans 12 and verse 12. Rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. Now, let's take a look. Chances are you may be facing some trials or troubles or tribulation, as in the old King James Version word. Tribulation is used in translations to show the greatness of trouble and trials. Notice that the scripture says from Romans 12.12 to be patient in tribulation. That means, dear friends, we're going to have to endure through the troubles and trials we face. But on one side, we can rejoice in hope as the Christian. On the other side, we continue instant in prayer. So what do we have? 
We take our trials and our troubles, and we squeeze them with hope on one side and prayer on the other. That phrase, continuing instant in prayer, continuing instant means to be strong towards prayer, knowing that it is part of our lives. Hope will fuel that continual conversation with the Father, and that is prayer. Once again, Romans 12.12, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. So there's the tribulation right in the center. We are patient or we're ready to endure through it, but we're going to attack it with our rejoicing in hope and to be strong toward the Father in prayer. Now, dear friends, can you think of a better way to strengthen one's hope and to deal with the challenges in life when we think there is no hope? Here's a fourth one. Christ redeeming blood will strengthen one's hope. Verses 18 through 20, he reminds them that you were redeemed with the precious blood of Christ. You were offered, or rather, you have redemption as the lamb that was offered without blemish and without spot. Christ's redeeming blood strengthens one's hope. Ephesians 1, seven says, In whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace. These same folks once had no hope, and they were without God in the world, according to Ephesians 2, verse 12. But verse 13 reminds us they were made nigh or brought nearer by the blood of Christ. So one with hope continues to remember what Christ has done for them and how Christ continually cleanses as one who walks in the light, 1 John 1 and verse 7. Dear friends, this is a wonderful study, and again we see from hope to hope in 1 Peter 1, 13 through 21. Now, dear friends, we're going to come back with a little bit more of this study, a little bit of our review in a moment. But first, let's pause and hear a few words about our website at International Gospel Hour. Our website is internationalgospelhour.com. That's internationalgospelhour.com. Please check it out and listen to our other broadcasts. Learn more of our history. Download our app. Request our free newsletter and free Bible study. Also, check out our free resources available from our fellow laborers in the gospel. Yes, friends, all for you through our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Let's continue today's study. Dear friend, no matter what the occasion might be, the trial or the trouble, or whatever we might be facing, there is always hope. I stop and think about the times that I see a situation and I'm hoping it can be better. And I look for ways to make it better at that time. When we study the Word of God together, it is so clear to see that it very well could be the need of a change in our lives for hope to become. In other words, we can't sit around and say, well, I hope things will get better. We need to see where we are and to work toward those things, to take advantage of what God has brought forth in His Word for us to do. When we have studied today what I would call the four C's, Childlike conversion, conduct of a better life, calling on the Father in prayer, and Christ redeeming blood, you add all those together, dear friends, and those are things reserved for the one that is obedient to the gospel. 
If you are struggling and you feel there is no hope in this world or no hope for you, dear friends, through the blood of Christ, there is always hope for you to be obedient to the gospel. To be converted and to become as a little child, as we noted in Matthew 18 and verse 3. And in order to do that, as we have talked about our studies together, use these studies and seek out God's will for your life. You will find that God has made it clear for us to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. To believe and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation, Romans 10, 9 and 10. When one believes in Christ and will confess Christ, we are blessed that one can repent of his or her sins. Repentance is a change of decision resulting in a change of direction. And when a person repents of their sins and they are baptized into Jesus Christ, baptized into his death, Romans 6, verses 3 and 4, raised to walk in a newness of life, Romans 6, 5 and 6, they then have put on Jesus Christ, according to Galatians three twenty seven. And I love Acts twenty two sixteen, where their sins are washed away. You see, now they have a hope that is in Christ because they are in Christ. And Romans 8 and verse 1 reminds us, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. You see, that individual now is walking in the light, as we noted moments ago from 1 John 1 and verse 7. Now, dear friends, you put all this together. And God has a plan for you and I to embrace the hope that He offers and the hope that can be in our lives. From hope to hope. Again, it begins with conversion or obedience. It has a life that is conducted faithfully. It continues in prayer and embraces the redeeming blood of Christ. Dear friends, let us help you with your life. Let us help you in walking according to the will of God. Let us hear from you at InternationalGospelHour.com. Please contact us or call our toll-free number at 1-855-IGH-6988 and take advantage of what we have to offer. And until next time, dear friends, I'm Jeff Archie. Thanks for joining me today. And until next time, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you.